0: Good morning for Friday, May 26th, 2017. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Trump's message to NATO is pay up. Appeals court rejects Trump's ban on travel and for Manchester a test of faith after bombing. In today's national headlines, media leak? It's ingrained in U.S. psyche. We hear a news analysis. Austerity protests paralyze university in Puerto Rico, and NASA finds a chaotic dance of storms at Jupiter's poles. In today's business headlines, Blackstone works with Saudis on U.S. projects, this time advertisers stick by Fox News show, and new charges for purveyor of eyeglasses and threats. There will be more business stories, more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page, and New York Times columnist David Brooks. Now, as selected by the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is written from Brussels. Trump's message to NATO is pay up. President Trump on Thursday punctured any illusions that he was on a fence-mending tour of Europe declining to endorse NATO's mutual defense pledge and lashing out at fellow members for what he called their chronic underpayments to the alliance. On a day when Trump brought the America First themes of his presidential campaign to the heart of Europe, he left European leaders unsettled, with some lamenting divisions with the United States on trade, climate, and the best way to confront Russia. The split was starkest at NATO headquarters, where Trump lectured allies on their financial contributions. Trump repeated his complaint that the United States was shouldering an unfair burden. 23 of the 28 member nations are still not paying what they should be paying and what they're supposed to be paying for their defense, Trump declared. Standing before a large piece of twisted wreckage from the World Trade Center that will serve as a memorial at the headquarters, Trump promised to never forsake the friends that stood by our side in the aftermath of the September 11th attacks a pledge White House officials said amounted to an affirmation of mutual defense. But to European leaders, Trump's words fell far short of the explicit affirmation of NATO's Article 5 clause, the one-for-all, all-for-one principle, that has been the foundation of NATO. I think he was stingy with the U.S. commitment and very generous with his criticisms, said Fabrice Pothier, a former head of policy planning at NATO. White House officials said Trump's message on financial contributions has galvanized NATO to confront the issue of financial contributions. Publicly, though, the other leaders appeared less gratified than bewildered. During a photo session, none of them spoke to Trump except for the Secretary General of NATO, Jens Stoltenberg. Afterward, several surrounded Chancellor Angela Merkel of Germany, who has emerged as the strongest counterweight to the president, Earlier, Trump, a blunt critic of the European Union, received a chilly reception from his European counterparts as they began meetings in Brussels. His first meeting with the continent's leaders began with officials from the United States and Europe saying nothing to each other. After being welcomed to Brussels, Trump said, thank you very much, but he was otherwise silent. Donald Tusk, who represents leaders of the bloc's 28 member states as president of the European Council, made clear after the morning meeting there had been several areas of disagreement. Some issues remained open, like climate and trade, Tusk said after the meeting at the European Union's lavish new headquarters, and I'm not 100% sure that we can say today, we, means Mr. President and myself, that we have a common position, common opinion about Russia." This is the next front page story, Appeals Court Rejects Trump's Ban on Travel, reported by Adam Liptak. Describing President Trump's revised travel ban as intolerant and discriminatory, a federal appeals court on Thursday rejected government efforts to limit travel to the United States from six predominantly Muslim nations. The decision was the first from a federal appeals court on the revised travel ban, which was an effort to make good on a campaign centerpiece of Trump's national security agenda. It echoed skepticism by lower federal courts about the legal underpinnings for Trump's executive order, which sought to halt travelers for up to 90 days while the government imposed stricter vetting processes. The revised order, issued on March 6th, speaks with vague words of national security, but in context, drips with religious intolerance, animus, and discrimination. The United States Court of Appeals for the Fourth Circuit in Richmond, Virginia, concluded in its 205-page ruling. The White House derided the court decision as a danger to the nation's security. Attorney General Jeff Sessions, in pledging to appeal to the Supreme Court, said, The government will continue to vigorously defend the power and duty of the executive branch to protect the people of this country from danger. At almost every turn since Trump ordered the travel ban, first in January and when it was halted by judicial objections again in March, federal courts have blocked it. Initially, the order suspended entry for travelers from Iraq, Iran, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, Syria, and Yemen for 90 days and banned Syrian refugees. In Thursday's ruling, Chief Judge Roger Gregory said Trump's statements on the campaign trail were he